Welcome to Connemara Ponytails, a new series of interviews giving you an insider's view on all things related to the Connemara Pony. We'll be having lighthearted chats with breeders, writers, producers, and Connemara enthusiasts who'll share their stories. We hope you enjoyed this free series, and please share with your friends and family. Connemara Ponytails. My name is Lucinda Kelly and I've got a really cool lineup of guests today. I thought it would be nice to chat to some of our top show riders. So with me I have Kira Mullen, Harrison Taylor and Saiva Connor. Hey guys, how are you all doing? Hi, good, thank you. Good. Okay, maybe just to kick off, it would be good if you can each introduce each other for guests that might not know you. So Kira, do you want to start off? Yeah, so hi, my name is Kira Mullen. I'm originally from Malahide in Dublin, um, and I started showing Connemara's when I was 10, so about 10, 11 years ago. Um, and since then, I've won Dublin five times. I've been to Horse of the Year show, and I've won Clifton twice as well. Harrison? Hi, uh, my name's Harrison Taylor. I've, I'm 18 from Bolton. Um, I've been showing... Connemara's for like about five years and I had the Connemara Gelden Skeleton Pro Starlight and I was champion at Hoys and champion at the RI with him and then I have the most of the opponents they have are like section B's um, and I do have a few Connemara's but he's the one that I've done the best on. Brilliant and Sive? Yeah uh, my name is Sive O'Connor I'm I live in Kildare in Ireland I've won and been champion at Hoys I've won Dublin, Clifton. Uh, I first bought my first Connemara pony about six years ago, and that was Bally Castle Prince, who I still have now. Uh, we bought him as a three-year-old from PJ Watson, uh, and we have about five Connemaras now at the moment with us. So, guys, yeah, look, we are in midst still of COVID, and however, there does seem to be light at the end of the tunnel. Certainly here in Ireland, the shows are starting to come back around, so... Really keen to hear what's going on in your yards, uh, what you're getting up to, and if your ponies are in work or whether you're aiming for any shows this season or what's going on. So maybe, Kira, you want to kick off? Let us know what's happening. Um, yes, I'm currently based in the UK with the show producer, Jane Ross, who mainly does cladded horses, hunters, cobs, riding horses. Um, funnily enough, she won the Small Hunters at Hoyt last year on a park-bred Connemara. We have about 22 horses in work, so um, I have my own full Connemara over here who does small hunters and side saddle called King Boy, who is by Inver and Rocky, who we stand, my dad stands at home in Mullingar, um, and he was aimed to do small hunters this year, but obviously with everything that's going on, we're not showing, um, but we still have everything in work, and hopefully it looks like we might get some novice shows, so everything's come back into work. And yeah, it's all systems go. And Kira, does everyone in the yard think the shows will come back around? Is that, are they, you know, you're in with horses and ponies and the likes, are they all aiming for a couple of them at the back end of the year? Yeah, I think uh, a few weeks ago, we all had lost a bit of hope, but it seems that we might get some novice shows. I know the BSPS are really keen to try to get everything up and running again. They're trying to hopefully have a summer champ. Um, Brilliant. So we're getting anything anything that we can that can go to any shows hopefully still going and ready to go when we can good stuff and harrison is that the same in your yard what's going on 
Yeah, I've I kept everything in work for the the whole time. Um, my own my own worker and my own intermediate. I have turned them away, um, but the intermediate's only a baby anyway. It needed to mature, um, and I've just made room for some more clients' phonies. But uh, all the clients' phonies are in work. Um, I've got a really nice Connemara Dali and another star on Deja Vu. He uh, by Kelly Wainwright. Um, He's been kept in work. He's ready to go out whenever they come round, really. And then I've got two other novice connies. I've got Section B, two hacks, and what else have I got? I think that's You've got enough anyway. I've coloured. I've got coloured, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've kept all them in work, yeah, except my own work and my own intermediate. I'm dying to hear a bit more about the Connemaras, but we might just move on to Saif. Saif, what about you? What are you doing at home at the moment? What's going on? Yeah, like we haven't turned any of them away. They're all they're all there still in work. Uh, the older ones get obviously a lot less work. They're mostly hacking. Uh, we've took this opportunity, opportunity to get a few three-year-olds up and running. So some of them are just being backed and others are just starting off. And then I, we sold a good few ponies last year. So I have four new ponies this year that I'm just kind of using that opportunity to get used to them and that kind of stuff and then that's kind of it really and then we're just kind of preparing for hopefully the season does come back around and making sure the novices are ready for whenever we might get a chance if you don't try keep something moving you'll lose all hope completely really yeah it's sometimes hard though I find if there's no if you don't have a goal and know what you're working towards it's hard to to lose focus yeah, exactly. That's why I turned the two of my own. I was kind of like, because they're mine, I just wasn't doing anything with them. So that's why they went out. Um, yeah. But they needed the time to mature anyway, so it, it will have done them good. And Harrison, you mentioned uh, novices and Economara Stallion. So tell us tell us a bit more about what, what, what you've got there then, maybe the breeding and what they're yeah. going to be teamed up for. So um, the Stallion is... Uh, I think he's eight this year, but uh, I only broke him towards the end of la- uh, about the end of last summer, I think. Um, and he did a few novice shows towards the end of the year, um, and then he had a, a couple of like local outings at the start of the season, and then he got his RI ticket um, second attempt at Onley just at the start of the year. So obviously, he can't go now. He's by Skelton Harrison and. I actually don't. I don't actually know the mare he's out of. Um, it's one of Kerry's little. I think it's a little dumb mare. It's the same mare that uh, Star was out of. My old Connie. I'm not sure what its name is, but <laughs> it's not a Skelon pony. It's like a a different one. But um, and then I've got a little a little mare. Uh, she's called Skelon Starstruck. She's full sister to Star, so she's by Monarch, and out of the same mare that. Dan and Star are both out of. Uh, she's really nice. Family she's like fair. a little mini. She's a little mini version. Yeah, she's. I think she's thirteen hands. So the oh wow, she's tiny. Yeah, she's really small. So she'll probably do the juniors with her owner's daughter, and I'll probably do some thirteen thirteen hand workers on her. I love seeing little Connemars in the ring. Isn't it nice? Yeah, and she's she's she is really nice. She's just never really grown. Nice small one. If you get a really nice small one, they say good things come in small packages. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just to find, to find a nice small one. I've got a part bread, uh, Connie, as well. That's by Skelon Monarch. 
that's going to be a native coloured. Um, he's really nice. He's quite wow. immature, but yeah, he, he is nice. And Harrison, do the Skellern ponies throw a similar model? Would you sort of know a Skellern pony when you see it? So I think like Star was Star and the stallion that I've got now are both like very different. Um, the one I've got now is really similar to Skellern Harrison. I don't know if you ever saw that in the ring. It's got like he's got loads of bone. Um, he's, he's really, I would say, he's more of like an old-fashioned proper stamp. Yeah, uh, and Star was a bit more like uh, he was like the other. You know, I'd say there's two types in there. So they've got like your more traditional types, and then like maybe your sportier types. Um, and Star was a bit sportier, so they can be a bit different. Yeah, yeah. And I find so I... the difference between the English type and the Irish type as well. Interestingly enough, yeah. With regards to I what the quite... judges are looking for, or with regards to the breeding itself, the type of pony. I think judges and breeding. I think the English yeah. like a lot more of a refined pony. Like, uh, listen, you and I had a conversation the other day about a pony in its head. It had a really elegant head, but it had yeah. an old-fashioned body. And the English like that. They like them to be a little bit more refined, whereas the Irish like the likes of the Banks Timber. And yeah. I know he was extremely successful in the UK, and he is beautiful, but. A, a much stronger model, like the width between their eyes. Whereas I find the English like a, a lot more of a refined head. Maybe I'm really wrong, but I always find they go for a more elegant. Well, Star type. was a bit more like that. He was very elegant. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you think, guys, the judging is different between UK judges and Irish judges? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've never been to Ireland, so I don't. I don't really know. <clears throat> oh, I, I always find it really interesting. When you watch Dublin judging, and then you go, Dublin judging always seems to just completely throw the form off. It's a bit like always. Yeah. You go in there and mm. you never know what to expect. Whereas Clifton, you might have a, consist- a pony that's been consistent that whole year, be top of the line. Whereas Dublin, you could have a pony that has been third, fourth all year. Come yeah, exactly. Or come nowhere. Yeah, well, this is it. You have ponies that you expect are just going to walk in and win and they might come out with like a purple rosette and you think, what the hell? But then again, that's not necessarily a UK-Ireland judge thing. That's just Dublin, isn't it? It just seems yeah. to be Dublin. Yeah, that's true. But I find like my favorite well, my favorite Connie that I've had, actually, I can't say that out loud because my mum will shoot me. But Pontoon um, Lad, who I had, he was by Hazy Match and he was small he wasn't huge and he was very very traditional snow white he was unbeaten here at home for two years um he won dublin he won clifton he won every ips show he, he was just my pony of a lifetime however we brought him to the uk like we did scottish and we did bsps champs and he never he was never a world beater when he was over here and i don't know maybe that was just a different type or maybe that was they just didn't like him but he never was as successful in the UK as he was at home. Do you think, though, do you think that was a standard thing between the UK having higher standards than Ireland at that time, whether it's caught up or whether it was the model of that pony that the, the judges just weren't? I think, I personally think it was the model, but I don't know. So I would probably know as well, because she obviously has her Connemara at home and in the UK, so she might shed some light on it. Yeah, I think, um, well, from my experience, I think they, we have one with Rachel Halliwell, um, and she's quite 
the old type as well. She's like a traditional type where as Prince, who I hear is more the pretty kind of sporty type, I guess. And yeah. I don't know, I feel like I feel like over here they prefer like the prince type as I as I say I don't know though because I haven't had the mayor that's in England over here yet so I don't know what they'll think of her um I hope they'll like her but I suppose you just don't know I but then again England. also side you've had uh prince under UK judges and been top of the line as well in Ireland yeah no he has they, they do like him like they do I think I often see in England the connies over in England are always much smaller than they are over here as well yeah I think that's that's another thing. That's yeah, different. well, they've got the height. They've got the height restrictions, whereas we don't. So I yeah, that, which actually, when I tell English people that, they can never believe that we don't have a height restriction on our Connie. Yeah, I yeah, didn't exactly. Know that. <laughs> it's yeah, um, it's like, that for the I, Dublin I, qualifiers. There's no height restriction for the performance Connemara, yeah. and at times you'd see, I remember a few years ago there was a 16 hand Connemara on it, so there's no height restriction. But all <laughs> time you get 15, 15 to Connemaras qualifying. I can't talk. I have King Boy, the Inver and Rocky Pony, who is bay, has a white, big white star. And as a four-year-old, he was about 15 hands and I showed him as a Connie. Um, and he was, he was big in his class and he was third in Dublin and he was third in Clifton. And then the following year, he matured so much that I trimmed him up and turned him into an intermediate and a small hunter. But it, to us, like my mum said, oh my God, you can't bring him to Dublin. He's bay. And he's 15 hands and you look ridiculous and he was third and we were gobsmacked because we didn't expect anything but mm. I think it just depends I think you know the the height is much stricter in the UK and with that in yeah, mind definitely. the top people are buying ponies that are definitely in height so what happens is the standard is you know you get yeah. more 14 14 yeah. one ponies of course 14 twos but in Ireland, we've had a lot of ponies that are well over 14-2 that have won Dublin, have won Clifton, champions in Clifton in Riddens. And um, it's probably something that needs to look into. And there's, there's no problem, I don't think, with, with overhyped ponies, but they probably need a category of their own. There's way more ridden stallions in England. Like over here, there's very few, there's, there's loads of stallions over here, but there's very few that actually do like the ridden class. Yeah. Like I feel like in England, yeah. there's way more ridden Connies, if you get what I mean. Yeah, there's there's a lot more top ridden Connemars in UK than in Ireland. But I think in Ireland, we probably yeah. have more performance Connemars than in the UK. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely in stallions anyway. That, that goes back to the, the breeding situation of we've lost our traditional breeding and our traditional ponies, like we were just saying earlier. Um, and we've we've bred for performance and we've bred for jumping and I've had platted, a lot of platted ponies that have been pure Connemaras but they've been bred with a bit more blood in well lighter types and they've been like show hunter ponies and working hunter ponies and things but your traditional breeding of a really really good flat ridden pony is gone and we have a lot more performance ponies and you go to the performance qualifiers for Dublin and you have like 100 in each category you're losing your bone then in the ridden. Mm. So well, we've kind of chatted about our, our favour or our ponies. and But if we look at what ponies are out there that we like from last season or we think might be coming out, what's who are you keeping your eye, eyes on? Harrison, you might want to start. Yeah, I like the one of Sarah Fields is that Kara was talking about. Um, what's that? Murphy Boy. And then... Also, I did Murphy it George. Murphy George. Murphy George, sorry. <laughs> uh, and then my own one, Dej, Deja Vu, I do think he'll be 
really special. I've seen a he picture of him. He's really smart. He's really nice. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. What age is he, Harrison? He's eight, but he's only been broken like about. Oh, sorry, this not is the stallion. Months. This is the stallion. Yeah. Gotcha. And Sive, who who are you keeping your eye on? Uh, PJ Watson has a nice uh, young mare. It's Roscon Hazy Miss. It was, I think it was second at Tristan last year in one of the in-hand classes. Um, he's finally given me the ride on it, so I'm really excited about that one. I think she'll be lovely under saddle. I've seen her and she's absolutely beautiful. She did so well yeah, in hand is. as well. Mine is, I, I like Sarah Fields, Murphy George. And then um, Ailsa Vines has a beautiful... Their white pony as well. He's called Moyabi George, and they're both in the UK. And then Grace Murphy, who, if she's listening, can kindly <laughs> please sell me her pony, <laughs> is the um, Ajangul Andre, who is by Hazy Match as well, who I think is just absolutely divine. I really, really like him. I saw a picture of him last year. Um, I haven't seen him in the flesh, but I think he's really smart. He's gorgeous. And so you're a bit of a fan of Hazy Match then. So anyone with Hazy Match ponies for sale? Contact Kira. <laughs> if any, I, I would really like a, a Snow White unicorn pony to replace my beautiful Pontian lad. So if anybody's listening and they have one, I would really like something special, please. <laughs> and tell me, guys, you've all ridden at Hoys. And, you know, a lot of us, including myself, aspire to ride there. What is it like and how does it compare to other shows? It's like a highlight, I suppose, because you like you work so hard all year to get there and I suppose I I suppose I speak on behalf of like all the Irish it is it's difficult to get the hoist from Ireland and when you do it it is it's just so amazing but at the same time I love Dublin as well I think like the atmosphere of Dublin is second to none there is no other show like Dublin like when you ride into the ring the atmosphere is just amazing but they probably be my two favorite yeah shows. you would sit in the warmest of Dublin and not that you would get nervous, but you would anticipate. And there's a lot more to think about. Um, yeah. There's a lot more going on. Yeah. And you're on grass as well, which is a big thing. I've had horses that never, ever, ever react to anything. And the minute they put their foot on grass in Dublin, they just sit up and come on fire. Um, hoys I enjoy. I do love. But I, to me, if I had to pick one show all year to go to, it would be Dublin every single time. I just absolutely love it. I think it's a bit of... It's the fact that you spend the week with everyone that you compete against. You know, you all have to crack. Something you've aimed for all year. Like, you start your Dublin for the following year, the week after Dublin ends. It's so true. Yeah. Um, with getting yeah. your ponies ready and trying to find something and trying to find something better than somebody else's. And it's, like I said, it's something you work so, so hard for that when you finally get to go around that ring, I don't think there's really a feeling like it. Nothing can beat it. And Harrison, you haven't made the trip yet to Dublin, maybe next year, but tell me about your what makes Hoy so special for you. I, I think it's like, well, obviously in the UK, I think it's the best. When you're actually in the ring, it's the best atmosphere, I think, and it is a really good feeling when you're there. Um, Dublin being a bit more like you get to see everyone. I do probably prefer the RI because it's like summer and everyone's there. Um, and I think That's probably Hoys more like our Dublin then, like, isn't it? Yeah. Dublin is really like Royal International. It's really like it. At Hoys, I don't think you see everyone as much and it's all quite like getting up at ridiculous times to work in. Um, so and it's on a car park and it's winter. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas at RI, like everyone is, it's because it's summer and it's outside and it's a lot more sociable, I think. So 
Ride's probably my favourite show, but Hoy's is the best rings to ride in, I think. And just on, on the ring in Hoy's, have any of you had a, a pony that's like, I've gone a lot of times to watch and watch friends ride in it. And I'm always, you know, the ponies in general are behaving so well. Is that atmosphere ever getting to your ponies? And how do you cope with that? Or do they just, is it not as bad once you get in that ring? Yeah, I've never had anything blow. No, I've never had anything actually blow. But the year that um, Star won, Something, someone fell off in the go round, and the pony like charged at him, and I know. fell off. Luckily, they just seen the key, um, and that like really put him on edge, going <laughs> and everything, everything was like someone moving the chair. He just felt like he was gonna blow, um, oh, no. and he was so on edge. Yeah. But because I, he somehow like held it together, and I just couldn't move, and he did look really mega, you know, because he was so on edge. Yeah. He looked really good, so. <laughs> So it did do him well, but if I'd have like moved, I do think he would have blown. <laughs> there, are de- there are definitely some ponies, aren't there, that get into a ring and just put on their magic show, isn't there? Have you all had a pony? Yeah. Well, you know, really, yeah. The first time I rode at Hoys was in the Plaided Workers on a collie um, called Black Bobby Sparrow, who was by Bobby Sparrow Blue. Um, and we actually bought him in Clifton Sales as a four-year-old. And the year we went to Hoys, he, he won Dublin. And I remember... The night before in Dublin, he was so naughty, and he was never, ever, ever naughty. And my best friends were there, Chloe and Leela, and they said to me, "You need, you need to put earplugs in him." And I said, "No way, he's never had them in his life." And they said, "No, you need to." And um, and I did, and it did pay off. But then when he went to voice, I thought, I don't know how he's going to cope. Um, I had had a really bad fall the week before, and I had a broken collarbone, and I refused to not go to voice. Um, so I thought he, he could be quite strong and I thought if he pulls me I'm really going to be goose but he went to Hoys and he was a pony that like an atmosphere the bigger the atmosphere the better he jumps and he's yeah. quite flat yeah. at Hoys and I don't know whether I was quite nervous as well because it was my first time and I don't know whether it was probably that that influenced it but I didn't feel that he enjoyed that atmosphere as much as he did when he went around the glass ring at Dublin with everything around him yeah, do you think there's, do you think your pony, you know a pony when it's a star, when it just lights up in the ring? No, yeah, they need to have that, that edge, don't they? I think you need something that well, like, my... has like presence and it catches the judge's eye, really. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But I remember when we first went to see Pontoon Lad, my dad said he was fantastic and I we'd been to see a 13-hander and I wanted 1300 so I didn't really want him my dad my mum and my dad bought him unbeknownst to me saying he would be a superstar and he I didn't think he had it and he did and the same with the black Bobby Sparrow pony he used to take off with me the first time I went in a ring he did five laps and it took me about three years to get the right side of him but my mum and dad backed him as well so I was definitely wrong about both of them well, they, you have to but trust you your parents' it. judgment now. <laughs> We've got you two good ponies. Your mom is always right. Mothers are <laughs> always right, exactly. And guys, tell me what tips do you have for our listeners? If there's one tip now, the guys, are, people are listening to this, what do you, what's a little tip? Yeah, um, I just keep everything as varied as I can at home. Um, so they all hack, jump, you know, they don't just go around in the arena. I, they probably go in the arena like three times a week and then the rest of the time they're just hacking. Um, I just think it keeps that spark in them and keeps them a bit... I do like them a bit sharper. I don't want to bore yeah. them to death, screwing them every day. 
Um, yeah, I think the same. I think like a very lifestyle and like not drilling them in an arena and just doing different things with them really. And as well, I think it's, I like to like set like myself like an aim or a goal with each pony. So whether it's like jumping clear at a show or, you know, trying to get to Hoys or, you know, finish like top three at Dublin or, you know, I always like to set like a goal for each pony. And I suppose that helps like, yeah. you know, motivate you. And Kira, what's your tip? I think you've got to know your ring and know your pony. So, like, when you get to the show, you've got to, if you're at a big ring, a buzzy ring, and your pony, say, doesn't like umbrellas or wheelie bins or something like that, you've got to know where where your obstacles are going to be and plan your way around them without making obvious. You don't want to walk into a ring, not realise there's something scary in the corner and to go halfway yeah. across your ring. I think you've you've got to be on the ball and certain like attention to detail things like, you know, maybe if I had a half an inch more on this nose band, it will make a head look nicer. Or if I use a different numna or a different girth, the overall picture will look nicer. I think attention to detail is really important yeah. too for the overall yeah. picture. Guys, thank you so much for the chats and it's been really cool and interesting talk to you and hope to get you back in a couple of months to see what's going on with, with all of you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Thank, thank you for having us. Thanks for your time.